0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News. Newstime, 830.
1: KSL's top story this hour.
2: A person is recovering in the hospital this hour after their Tooele home caught fire.
1: This man lives near that home. He tells KSL TV's Kara Bracken the fire broke out about 2.30 this morning. Just
2: sit and watch as our neighbor's windows are just erupting out. The fire is just going like crazy. We've got hoses spraying everywhere. Just watching the firefighters doing a really good job at chasing that flame, but that fire was just in. A matter of one hour just taking off it was you know amount of smoke and the amount of smoke coming and you know just thank goodness we had first responders here to get us alerted to get us out
1: officials say the fire broke out near second south and second west two people were in the home when the fire broke out but just one was sent to the hospital
2: Salt Lake County is already getting ready for the spring runoff. KSL Radio's Kara Hoffelmeyer says it's all about what happens over the next few months.
1: If March and
0: April stay cool and wet and the warm-up comes in May, that's worst-case scenario, according to the county, especially for anyone who has a creek running through their backyard. Salt Lake County's flooding department says creeks are covered in three to four feet of snow, and a lot of them are in people's backyards on private property. Farley's Canyon and Red Butte have reservoir systems, so there's a way to control some of the flow downstream, but Little and Big Cottonwood Canyons don't.
2: The county says even if there's no flooding in the creeks, the runoff this spring is going to be high, it's going to be fast and very cold.
1: A new bill aimed at getting rid of the use it or lose it mentality in Utah's agricultural water rights is sitting on Governor Cox's desk. Ron Gibson is the president of the Utah Farm Bureau and says this is a good thing for Utah's farmers.
2: We're really excited to have this piece of legislation. This is something that gives us a little bit of certainty as we go ahead and continue to be good stewards of the land and water in the this kind of protects that property right for us as we go ahead and do that.
1: If signed by Governor Cox, the bill will go into effect July 1st. We have an update this morning on a man charged
2: with kidnapping and sexually assaulting a 13-year-old boy from Layton. According to KSNB-TV, Hastings 26-year-old Tadashi Kojima pleaded not guilty to three counts of first-degree sexual assault on a child, one count of third-degree sexual assault on a child, one count of resisting arrest. A trial is set for June 12th in Hall County Nebraska District Court. Kojima was arrested in Nebraska after an Amber Alert late last year. Kojima is also charged in federal Court in Utah. With Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio.
1: KSL's top national stories this hour. The 2021 deadly school shooting in Michigan could set a new precedent. A court will now decide whether the parents of a 15-year-old shooter should be held liable for their son's actions. Jason and Jennifer Crumbly are currently fighting involuntary manslaughter charges in the four killings committed by their son, Ethan. The Crumbly's attorney saying the parents could have never imagined a mass shooting. It could be a warning sign that EC may have been troubled or may have been having certain thoughts, but not a warning sign that he was going to kill four other people. It's not clear when the court will decide whether the Crumblies will face charges. As for Ethan Crumbly, who
0: pleaded guilty, he could face a life sentence without the possibility of parole.
1: ABC's Andrea
2: Fujii reporting. The national albuterol shortage is getting worse. A major manufacturer says it will be closing up shop, leaving millions at risk. It can cause loss of breath, wheezing,
1: chest tightness and coughing and could lead to asthma attacks. When it gets to that
0: point, I need that medication. I take my inhaler immediately.
2: The impact could be great with 25 million Americans or about 1 in 12
1: currently with asthma and more than 4,100 deaths in the U.S. per year.
2: I would do anything I could to get this medication. ABC's Lionel Moise reporting.
1: Fox News is facing the fallout after host Tucker Carlson tried to portray the January 6th insurrection as, quote, mostly peaceful. The talk show host, using select footage of the overthrow attempt, Carlson even went after the Capitol Police officer who died one day after the attack. ABC's Lindsay Watts.
0: Carlson also aired new video of Capitol Police officer Brian Sicknick who died from a series of strokes after being assaulted. According to Carlson, The video shows Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was attacked.
2: Apparently in good health after he was supposedly killed. We showed you that video. You can make of it what you will.
0: The Sicknick family blasted Fox, saying every time the pain of that day seems to have ebbed a bit. Organizations like Fox rip our wounds wide open again.
1: Fox News is also involved in a billion dollar lawsuit over its continued false narrative that the 2020 election was fraudulent.
2: First look, traffic. We go back to Andy Farnsworth. Well, right now, I-15 drivers experiencing some delays again between Midvale and South Salt Lake. There is a crash on the left shoulder right at 33rd South. It's sort of the reason we haven't seen better traffic uh, around 33rd South. uh, But it looks better in Davis County, both on uh, Legacy and I-15 in Centerville. But it's heavy again on I-15 in Kaysville. So really weird this morning. They go, they come, they go, they come back. Right now, they're back. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Hey,
1: well, the Jazz are in a bit of a limbo as they hit the home stretch of their season, KSL News Radio's Adam Small has more.
2: It's an interesting time for Jazz fans. Right now, Utah's only a half game out of a play-in spot for the NBA playoffs, but while they sit in the 13th seed in the standings, many fans are chatting about tanking to end the season in hopes to get a lottery draft pick. It sounds enticing for a team that relies on homegrown talent, but earlier this year, Jazz coach Will Hardy said they're focused on winning games. Every game can slide you two, three, four spots. We understand that we're in the mix, and that's all that our team needs to focus on. Tanking may not be the best idea either because even the team with the association's worst record only has a 14% chance of landing the number one pick. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Some Midvale residents are fighting inflation by getting back to their roots. KSL News Radio's Liv Calvert has more.
0: Easy access to community gardens is Spencer Mears' plan. The Midvale resident successfully launched one garden last year with space donated by the Unified Police Department. This year, he wants to expand the gardens to more populated areas like apartments. Mears is working with local businesses to acquire permanent homes for the gardens. While many residents are on board with the idea, gaining momentum is his biggest challenge.
2: He says self-sufficiency among his community is the goal.